All right, so it's almost the end of the year now. Uh, as of the recording, it's the 19th of December. And this is the time of the year where you think, all right, this year's ending, New Year's coming. What do I want to achieve the next year? What do I want to experience next year? What do I hope the next year is going to look like? And uh, that's why in this uh, episode, I want to talk about goal setting. And uh, it seems very familiar to me that every year I used to set a bunch of goals that were really ambitious and I told myself this time, this time I'm actually going to tackle these things and I had goals in every area of my life, for my relationships, my body, my, the business, finances, all that stuff. <clears throat> sorry, I'm at an airport right now, so I'm sorry about the noise in the background, I hope it, you don't mind. Um, but basically I would realize that every year I I would like achieve two of them of these 10, 15 different goals that I set. And even those, I didn't really achieve them as much as I wanted to. And I realized that pretty early on, so I started setting goals differently. And in this episode, I wanna share how I actually set goals and how you can actually achieve way more than you have the past, the past few years if you haven't done it this way. And it just, it's a much simpler way of of achieving goals and setting goals and tracking goals and actually, yeah, achieving them. So coming up, um, I'm gonna talk about that. And it's really, a, that's really what allowed me to achieve the things that were really meaningful to me and that I thought in the beginning of the year, fuck, if I achieved this, that would mean so much to me. For example, scaling or building my first business so I could move back to Australia and the first, uh, the first time I built a business <clears throat> and uh, scaling it to seven figures in pretty much 12 months. After 12 months, I was making um, six, even much earlier than 12 months, I was making six figures in revenue a month. And um, also something like a goal, like uh, selling my business, uh, which in the, at the beginning of the year, everyone told me you, you can't sell that business, that business because of the structure and the legal setup, but I still ended up doing it. And um, basically, that's what I'm gonna talk about to you today. The first thing that I've realized uh, that I did wrong and that so many people do wrong is they're setting too many goals. They're setting way too many goals. And instead of setting a goal in every area of, the, of your life, what I started doing was I asked myself, okay, what's, if, I, if I could only set one goal, what would be the one goal that is so significant? If I achieved that, the others wouldn't even matter. And setting the right goals is actually the absolute foundation because the last thing you want to do is work towards something and then realize it's actually the wrong thing or it's actually not something that I actually wanted. I thought it would make me happy, but it doesn't really excite me now that I almost have achieved it. That, that's the biggest waste of time. It's almost better to set no goals than to set the wrong ones. Oftentimes, not always, but um, that's why this is so important, setting the right goals in the first place. And really figuring out, okay, what are the ones that are really impactful? Because if I, I could set a goal easily now of like, hey, I want to gain three kilos, or I want to gain five kilos of muscle, or I want to, you know, improve my, yeah, my fitness in general, something around that. I am super fit. I am very, very fit already as it is. Yes, I could improve it, but why would I f focus on that? Because if I added another three kilos of muscle, That'd be cool. And for anyone that wants to do that, it's cool. 
but would that really improve my life? Like, what would my day-to-day -day look like? Would it actually change something? Maybe a little bit, but the amount of work that it takes me to get there, to get that extra amount of muscle, extra fitness, it's not really worth it. And it's actually a distraction from other goals that I could set that are way more impactful. And I think another good question would be to ask, what is, what is the area that I'm lacking the most in? It is like, if I change that, so much would change. For me, that could be right now, uh, optimizing my sleep or like getting, like basically beating my insomnia uh, that I've had for the past few years due to stress and stuff like that. If I achieve that, that would be massive for my entire life, for every area of my life. And what would that be for you? Could, there could be so many things. I know right now for 2020, the biggest goal for me would be to build an audience. And as some of you might know, I have started a YouTube channel and it's doing really well. I'm doing some comedy stuff on there and it's been really well received and I really enjoy it. And I know that if I build that out, everything else in my life improves because all the network that I've been doing, networking I've been doing also for this podcast, getting guests on, it's taken a lot of work, but I've realized these videos, it's, it's such a leveraged way of networking. Like people have recognized me on events that I went to and they were like, oh, you're that guy with the video. And um, it's just networking on a scale. So I realized if I just focus on that, I don't need to set a goal around networking or expanding my network. Another thing that I set was like, okay, I wanna make this much money next year, a month with, with that new business. But instead of setting that, what if I just said, hey, if I achieve, I just, I just only focus on getting 100,000 subscribers, which is totally doable. Other people have done it and it's just really a stretch goal. And if I just focus on that, the, the amount of money, like, let's say I, I wanna make 10K a month, that would be a given. So yes, I could set two goals. Yeah, I wanna make 100,000, get 100,000 subscribers and also get 10K a month. But why would I set the, set the money goal if the audience goal would already achieve that. So it's again, the question of like, what's the one thing that would make everything else easier or unnecessary? The one thing would be really building that audience. Because I don't need to set a goal around networking or uh, money if I achieve that, because that is the domino that ticks the other ones off as well. Um, and it just makes it so much simpler. And also, I could, yes, I could set a health goal of like, hey, I want to improve my sleep. But if I go for that 100,000 subscribers, which is really a stretch goal, and I have to put out content consistently and be on top and really put in a lot of effort, then one of the requirements for that goal would be to improve my sleep. It's like a given. So it's just, it, it takes, it, it just gets so much more focus. And it takes so many distractions away and yes these goals are good they're cool but it just makes things more complicated and there's only so many things we can focus on and keeping things simple it is super powerful um, and what I would suggest you do is instead of setting 10 goals or five goals try to narrow it down to just one if you could only pick one goal that is so impactful that would change your entire life that would impact all the other areas in your life that if you did that everything will change you just have tunnel vision on that thing you, can, you just have one thing to focus on because what I also see is that so many people they start tracking their goals they're like oh I'm gonna track my goals I'm really gonna 
every quarter, every month, I'm gonna sit down and review them and measure my progress. It, it really sucks doing that when you have like 10 different goals because it takes a mu much more work and it's, it is so likely that you're gonna fall off, that you're not gonna keep doing it. But if you have one goal, you have no excuses. If you're like, you're measuring one goal, the whole system of tracking your goals, reviewing your progress becomes so much easier. So I just, I, I just love simplicity, man. It's one of my top values. It's, it makes things so much easier and so much more likely that you're gonna follow through with tracking it because how many times have you fallen off tracking your yearly goals? And with this, it's just no more excuse. Um, then looking at my notes here, um, yeah. If you, if you need to have two goals, then have two goals, but like if you can have one, if you can narrow it down to one, even better. I would say maximum three. And then make sure that that goal is actually something that's important to you. Because for example, I asked a friend of mine, what, you know, what's, what's on the horizon for you? What's your goal? And he said, oh, 50K a month. And I asked him, oh, cool, why? And he was like, I don't know, it's just, you know, it's just a goal that I set. <laughs> and that's usually an indicator that you don't want to set that goal. And he actually ended up saying to me, telling me like, yeah, actually you're right, like why? <laughs> like I, I actually just, the business that I have now, I just want to build it to 5K a month because that's all I need. And then I want to do something that I enjoy. And shooting for 50K a month takes a completely different path, a completely different route. So why would I set that as a goal? And it's actually not motivating to me. And then he said, he, I, actually, just getting 5K a month, that's all I need, or whatever his number is, it's actually way more motivating because I don't want to build this business into something big. It's, it's not a business that I'm necessarily passionate about. So really setting the goals that you're passionate about, uh, that really fire you up. And I used to have, uh, <laughs> on my vision board, I used to have cars and like big houses. And I don't care about cars. I just put it on there because, well, it's something you put on there, right? But I was like, I don't actually care about houses. I want to have a small house. I want to have, I never want to own a yacht, never. I want to rent one maybe to hang, to, to use it on the weekend, have some fun with friends, but I never want to own that stuff. I don't care about cars. I've never owned a car. I never, I probably never will own a car in my life. I'll just Uber everywhere. And uh, it's not something I care about. So why waste that real estate on my vision board? If I could just have one big picture of the one goal that if I achieve that, that really fires me up. And again, it goes back to setting the wrong goals. And when you achieve them, they're actually not fulfilling. Like if you have to make yourself excited about a goal, then it's probably not the right goal. <laughs> if you have to like come up with reasons like, oh, then step number two is come up with a why. It's like, no, don't set the goal. If you have to come up with a why, <laughs> like don't set it. The, the time you set the goal, you should already be like, wow, this would be really cool, man. This would be, and it's achievable as well. So I'm even more excited because it's not completely out there. And again, it goes back to that focus. Like it just makes it so much easier to just be like, you know what, I actually don't care about that Ferrari or whatever, whatever car you set on your vision board. And if you do, that's cool. If it really, if it, if it is actually something meaningful to you, then definitely set that goal. But if you don't, like just get rid of it and remove that distraction from the one goal that would achieve, that would impact everything else. And um, if you, that, that's also an important thing. If you're currently in a phase where you're not sure what to do with your life, you maybe have pre recently sold a business and you're in that phase in one of the four stages of life, the first stage of like 
what's next. I'm, I don't know where to go now. Don't set a goal. That's what I've done in the past couple of years. I've just set goals because, oh, you've got to have a goal. Don't set one if you're currently in that phase. Just have your, make your goal to try different things and find the next goal and find the next path and just try as many different things. So that as a side note. Number two, what I want to talk about is once you've done that, once you've figured out what's the one goal that will change everything for me, then do a little thought exercise that really changed everything for me back in the day when I started my first business, the first year of business. I had a goal of making 3K a month, 3K a month in profit by the end of that year. And it was achievable, definitely. And I was like, wow, if I achieve that, so much would change for me. But then in the exercise is you sit down, piece of paper and a pen and you times that goal by 10 and it's just a thought exercise what you want to do is you just want to look at it as if someone else would have to do that all right so you want to remove yourself from that and not identify with it and just be like if if someone had to achieve that and instead of 3k a month have to they have to make 30k a month by the end of that year what would that feel like okay and then Next question would be, what would they theoretically have to do in order to do that, to achieve that, if they were in my position? And then list the things that theoretically, only theoretically, they would have to do. And don't limit yourself on like, oh, that's really hard, because remember, it's not you who does that. And then list all those, those things, and then really lay down the path. For me, that was, okay, I would have to sell all my stuff. Uh, I'd have to... Um, that person would have to probably ask, ask family friends to borrow some money so they, then I, uh, they, that person could launch three more products because that's what I need. And I, I knew which products as well I would have to launch in my e-commerce business to take that off the ground, how much money I needed to, to buy the inventory. And then that person would probably have to do it in the next three months. And then I had a uh, plan laid out. And then the last question you ask yourself is, okay, why can't I do that? <laughs> and the reason why you wanna remove yourself and look at it from a third person perspective is because it's so easy to, to come up with excuses when it's you. <laughs> and it's, it's, hard to, it's hard to read the label when you're inside the bottle. And if you identify with it, it's like, no, it's all these excuses, I can't do that because of this, because of that. No, but if it's a third person that has to do that, if it's from an outside perspective, what would they have to do? It just makes it so much easier to come up with an action plan. And then the third question gets you back into the first person where you're like, all right, if I had to do that, like, why, why, why couldn't I? <laughs> What's really holding me? Is it really holding me back? And what I realized was I could actually do that. And I started implementing that plan. And it was a really strict plan of like, in three months I have to launch these. I think there was actually four products that it was just like, yeah, um, that I prepared to launch which is a really, really tight schedule. And it was a lot of risk. I had to sell all my stuff, my guitar, my, my video game collection, even the Super Nintendo games. And um, I didn't achieve it. I didn't achieve the 30K a month, but I achieved 22K of profit in that month. Now that is huge because the previous goal was 3K a month. And oftentimes thinking bigger is not harder. It's just a different path. Achieving 3K a month, that would have been really hard because I, I would have uh, cash flow struggles. I would struggle more with my competitors. But because I thought bigger, yes, I had other struggles. I had to launch all these products. I had to 
get money together and, and be on a tight budget. And I was working as a bartender at the time to make some more money, pay my rent and um, yeah, really live on a low budget. That was hard as well, but it was a different kind of hard. It wasn't necessarily harder, but it was easier because I didn't struggle with my competition that much because they were selling one product or two products. I was selling four products all of a sudden. I was making cross sales, which increased my sales overall, and I didn't have that problem. So oftentimes, setting a bigger goal is not necessarily harder. It's just a different path. It's just a different struggle, type of struggle, but not necessarily a bigger struggle. Um, so thinking bigger, just doing an exercise means a lot. Now, as a side note, you want to set really audacious big goals in the long term, 10 years, things that seem unrealistic, but in the short term, you still want to keep it realistic. And one year is a short time frame. It is. And people tend to underestimate what they can do in a year and overestimate what they can do uh, the other way around. They, can, they overestimate what they can do in a year and underestimate what they can do in a decade, which is a Tony Robbins quote. I think he got it from somewhere else as well, so it's not his original quote. Uh, but it's so true. It's what I found so far. And uh, if you look at your life, you probably see the same pattern as well. Now, still be realistic, but just do that thought exercise because you might be missing something because you're just thinking small. And there might be a path that opens up when you do that exercise. And that 30 minute of journaling, of doing that exercise, it, it made me a lot of money. If you look at what I've actually achieved, instead of 3K, I achieved 22K. So um, that helped a lot. And the cool thing is if you have only one big goal, it is so much easier to do the exercise because having 10 different small goals, it is just as hard as having one huge goal that really stretches you that then impacts everything else. But the benefits are so much better when you just have one that's really impactful. So do that exercise, really encourage it and uh, see what you can come up with. And really get outside of yourself. Like try to think on a, on a different level, on a higher level from a higher level paradigm. The third thing would be having a simple tracking system that goes back to setting one goal. Because tracking goals is super important, but you're not gonna do it when you have 10, 15 different goals. You might, but it's gonna be so much work, you don't wanna do it. So for that, I just, I just recommend having like a 90 day milestone. So asking yourself, what would I have to achieve in, in the next 90 days to feel like I'm in track of my one year goal, which is also part of the one thing exercise. If you haven't read the book yet, The One Thing by Gary Keller, it's a great book for that specifically for goal setting. And then check in weekly, very simple. It's just one goal, check in weekly, what's the action plan? And what you wanna do is you wanna yeah, create accountability, you wanna create a system around it uh, that fits you well. So look at your one year goal, break it down into a three month goal, which is what you have to achieve to feel like you're on track for that one year goal. And again, keep it very simple. And then from there, break it down into monthly goals if that helps you and just breaking down your weeks. You know, um, every week I have to achieve this, so I have to achieve that, and then doing that on a weekly basis. But again, a system like that is really dependent on the person. Some people, they don't set goals at all. So you might be one of them. So you might just wanna end, listen to this podcast here if goal setting is nothing for you, but you probably would, wouldn't have listened so far. Um, but it really depends on uh, the person. It's really an art. It's not, a, it's not really a science of like, how you're gonna track your goals or, um, how are you gonna set that up? It's, it's different for everyone. Um, but yeah, tracking it, super important. But again, keeping it simple because sustainability is the number one predictor of success. If you look at studies for people who do really well in the gym and get results, 
they, they do that because, not because they do the toughest workout or because they have the strictest plan, it's just because that's the most achievable and sustainable and simple plan that just, that allows them to be consistent. So consistency over performance here. And um, <clears throat> make it fun, keep it fun. So you keep doing it because that's the number one thing that's the most important, all right? Um, and yeah, if you're listening to this right now, make sure you commit to it right now. Put it on a calendar, the exercise, setting up the tracking system, put it on a calendar right now, schedule it and block the time, okay? Don't, don't say, yeah, I'll do it at some point. No, do it right now. Uh, set an alarm, set uh, a reminder email that you sent to yourself that is scheduled to whenever you are free to do this exercise and then do it. So quick summary, step number one, you wanna brainstorm the goals. What are the things that really would excite you? And then narrow it down to the one goal that is really relevant um, which is step number two, narrow it down to the one to three goals that are the most relevant, the most impactful, and also the most meaningful for you. So things that you actually care about. Step number three is doing the 10X thought exercise and um, set a realistic but ambitious goal. So I really do that exercise and look at, okay, how can I think of it on another level and, and really stretch it out a bit more while still being realistic. And then number four is setting up a simple system to stay on track. The beauty of just having one goal, I love it. I'm, I'm so excited to just have this one goal of hitting 100,000 subscribers on, on YouTube. Because it's just so simple. It's just tunnel vision on that one thing. And yes, the approach might change and, and all that, but the focus is so crystal clear, very simple. 100,000 subscribers by December 31st. No distractions, no shiny object syndrome of like, oh, I'll just focus on that other goal more. No, just that. It's very clear whether I achieve it or not. So I hope you uh, got some value out of this. If you did, then uh, consider leaving a review on iTunes. I would really appreciate it. And let me know if this was helpful. Just shoot me a message on Facebook or if you have any questions, let me know. And I'll see you in the next episode.